0: Hello and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, sex, love, and relationship expert, and founder of, you guessed it, The Magnetic Woman. Today, I want to talk about why it is so challenging to create, cultivate, and sustain healthy female friendships. So, In this episode, I'm going to dive in deep to the real, to the raw, as I always do. Um, And I know that this is something that most, if not all women, struggle with or have struggled with at some point in their lives. So let's go ahead and dive in. Now, I think it's important for me to say and to note that, you know, this is an area of my life really healthy, stable, empowered female friendship, or as I like to call it, sisterhood, Um, this is an area that has been a very long, very painful journey of mine. And in no way, shape, or form would I say that I am perfect or have it all figured out or like will never encounter any issues in friendships ever again, Um, because that's just not real. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, and I will say that the friends that I have in my life currently, the women that I'm deeply connected to, that I talk to on a regular basis are the healthiest, most supportive grounding, um, connections and presence in my life. So I want to talk about what I call the sisterhood wound. Um, and I mean, I, and a lot of people call it the sisterhood wound. This is not a term that I have coined. And I think that, you know, the majority of us grew up with a story or some version of a story that it's really hard to have female friends or that women can't be trusted. Women are catty. Women will backstab you. Female friendships are dramatic. And I know for me from a very early age, I felt other than a lot of the girls in my class. Now, I have no idea what was going on in their heads for, you know, they might have felt the exact same way that I felt. And I think in a lot of ways, we all feel that way. As little girls growing up in a culture and a society that gives us overt and covert messages that... Just by being a girl, if we're somehow wrong or not as good as our male counterparts. Um, it can be, it's impossible to not internalize that and make it about you, especially at a very early age. So, you know, I remember very distinctly from a very early age having an experience where I felt like my closest female friendship at the time was threatened and strained and then receiving the message that she might just be jealous of you and that could have been true but for a little girl you want connection we we're wired to want connection and we're wired to want to belong so the idea that Someone else and a very close connection might be jealous of me at a at a very young age, you learn to dim your light, to shrink down in order to try and make others more comfortable and specifically other girls or other women, because we think that that's a way that will secure our connection. And I know this story is not um, unique by any stretch of the imagination, right? So I go through my entire life grade school, high school, carrying this story that other girls, other young women are easily jealous of me, easily triggered by me. So I must be wrong. I must change who I am or how I show up in order to secure connection. I go to college. I have very unhealthy friendships in college. I was in a program Um, at a university that was mainly women. And so for me, someone who felt starved for female friendship, most of her life, this seemed like an amazing opportunity to have this friendship and connection that I deeply desired and longed for. And I found myself in amongst a group of young women that very much took after and was modeled after, I think, Mean Girls, if you've ever seen the movie, right? There was the one, the leader, who would call quote unquote friendship meetings to tear each other apart. And everybody would go around and say what they didn't like about whoever was the chosen victim of the day. Um, Or how they were being a bad friend, how they weren't being considered enough or showing up enough for everybody else. And having had a story that, you know, I'm too much, or if I shine too bright, if I stand out too much, that makes other women uncomfortable you know, I, in some ways just sat there and took it because I thought, well, this is what female friendships are. This is why people say it's so hard to have female friends. There was a lot of backstabbing, a lot of talking behind each other's back, so much drama. And, you know, it wasn't until I was 25, all of those friendships had fallen away. Ironically, when my dad passed away and none of them really could show up in any way. Um, And I found myself in Mama Gina School of Womanly Arts when I was 25 years old in a community of like 250 women at the time. That was how many women were in the program. And I was excited and terrified all at once. And I remember one day walking with one of the women out in the middle of New York City, and some guy checked me out, and I like slumped my shoulders over a little bit, kind of like coward. And she goes, "Why did you do that?" I'm like, Well, I don't, I don't know." And then I thought about it, and I was like, "I guess because I'm afraid." Like in the past, when that's happened with other women, they've mocked me or made comments or been like, "Oh, of course he's looking at you. Your boobs are so big." And she goes, "No, like." own it. Yes, of course, someone's looking at you. And what I realized in that moment was when women are in a community of women who have healed their own relationship to their feminine, the dynamics that are created are so much healthier and so much more supportive and empowering. So I've been giving this idea of the sisterhood wound a lot of thought. And quite frankly, for the modern woman, I think that this is one of the biggest things that is, it's such a huge blind spot for us in the fact that it holds us back and holds us down in so many ways. So I want to talk about why I think the sisterhood wound exists and then what we can do about it, right? So if we look back historically, you know my favorite topic, history, we see that in the patriarchal culture and society, it is a zero-sum game. One person has power, and if one person has that power, that means everybody else around them does not have power, right? It is not I have power and you have power. It's either I have power or you have power. And especially when it comes to women, when we were so oppressed, suppressed, marginalized, cut off from our own power, we were really pit against each other for that like one space in the court, right? And if we look like historically, think about it in the court of a queen, the, the ladies' maids, most of them were having an affair with the king because he felt like he owned everybody. Right. So even your, the women who you were with day in and day out, you couldn't trust. Um, you couldn't say anything to, they could have been a spy for someone else. Cause everybody's trying to clamor for power. If we look at fairy tales and stories of princesses and like All of these things that were shown and taught as little girls, it's Cinderella had evil stepsisters. You never see like a princess out there who has this incredible sisterhood and tribe of women backing her and reflecting her power and brilliance. It's she's by herself and when and only when the quote perfect, rich, white heteronormative man comes along and sees her beauty and brilliance, then and only then can she see her own brilliance, her own power. And it's only through his eyes that we're allowed to see ourselves. And if there's other women, they're evil, there are competition, and they're going to try and take us down. So those are the stories that we were told, not to mention the reality of that actually being the case, right? So even if we look back to like Salem witch trials and all of the witch trials, right? Women tend to turn on women more because it was an act of self-preservation. It was an act of if I accuse them of being a witch, then I can't be accused, So for the modern woman, you're carrying around this outdated story and narrative that only one of us gets to have power, only one of us truly gets to shine, that other women aren't safe to connect with and to to be with, that our brilliance can only be reflected through the eyes of a man or a partner. Um then and only then do we really allow ourselves to, to feel quote unquote seen, but then because we resist seeing our own brilliance, empower so much and so deeply, we like, don't see it, you know, even then. Um, And the narrative that if other women get jealous of you, shrink down or dim your light to stay safe, is easily and easily perpetuated, right? Like in this work that I do around empowering women and their bodies and their sexuality, I would say I get more negative feedback from women than I do from men. Um, I get more judgment from women than I do from men often. And you know, we we tend to see other women in the world as competition as as, um, potentially harmful for us. And it is so detrimental to our ability to show up in our lives, to our ability to connect deeply with our own feminine energy and feminine power, to our, it's so extremely detrimental in how we show up in romantic relationships, because no matter how hard you try, a partner, your partner can never replace the whole that you currently have around sisterhood. And for so many of you that listen to this podcast and follow my content and, and do my programs and really benefit from all of this information you're leaders in your own life, whether you're a coach, a healer, you're an entrepreneur, you're a powerful woman, and chances are you're leading other women professionally to some degree, and then also personally. And it our sisterhood wound really stops us from stepping so fully into our leadership and into our power. And so, I mean... It's so common and so painful. And hopefully you can understand historically, right, like how we've kind of gotten to the place that we're at and why we have been conditioned and taught to believe that other women are are bad, dangerous competition. And now what do we do about it? Well, quite frankly, I have been in a variety of... um, different women's empowerment communities. And the only community that I have truly been able to find true sisterhood are the communities that are pussy centric. I do not believe that you can have true sisterhood if you aren't deeply connected to your pussy and your own sexual power. Because when you're connected to that, you don't see other women as a competition because you're so owning of your own power, and you have to be in community, well, obviously to heal this sisterhood wound, but that actually is the way to have your brilliance reflected back to you in a regenerative way, right? There is nothing like having another woman reflect your brilliance, beauty, power back to you. Especially when it comes from a place of her being so centered in her own beauty, power, and radiance and brilliance. And the only communities that I truly believe that you can do that in is when you're in a community of women who are doing pussy work and sensuality and sexuality work. Because that is the core of our feminine power. And so when you heal, embrace, and celebrate that connection within yourself, the connection that that creates with the other women in the community is is unlike anything else. And then what ends up happening is you end up going out into the world, not feeling like you're going at it alone, like the sole revolutionary in this outdated society, right? But you're one of many. Like you are bound with these other women. So when that fight, when that whatever in your life gets too big or too much or too hard, you have a space to come back to, to be fully seen, fully heard and fully loved in all elements of who you are. And this is why inside my inner circle, the Embodied Feminine Leadership Program for the Modern Woman, we not only have a module on how to heal the sisterhood wound, but that is one of the most potent and powerful byproducts of being in this high-level community. So it is a small group of elite women who you work with me privately and in this small group environment to learn the concepts, tools, and practices to heal, embrace, and celebrate your own sensuality and sexuality and really live And more importantly, lead from your feminine power in all areas of your life. So if you are interested in joining the inner circle and having this deep and profound sisterhood that you've been craving really your entire life, um, you can go ahead to the link in the show notes or go to themagneticwoman.com backslash inner dash circle. You can sign up there on the page, or you can shoot me a message if you have any questions. Spots are extremely limited. They're going to sell out by the end of the month, so you really want to hop in here as soon as you can. Um, You know, I think that we try so hard to fill the sisterhood wound or space with other things we try and numb out from not having it. We try to put our partner in that space. We try to have surface level connections with other women in hopes that it will fill the space. It's like wanting a five-star gourmet meal, but settling for a bag of potato chips and hoping that you'll get the same experience. You know, the only way that you can have powerful and more importantly, healthy sisterhood is being in a community of women who are deeply in their feminine power. Because that is when the everything is leveled and you see each other as sisters and you see that the more another person shines, the more you get to shine versus the outdated model and paradigm that there's only one star and we have to all clamor and compete for it to be me. But it takes time and it takes mental, emotional, and even physical like rewiring to trust that connection, to trust that sisterhood, to allow yourself to show up fully in it, to allow yourself to be fully vulnerable. And that's why doing it inside of a program or a container like the inner circle is so important because I lead you through practices that spark create and cultivate that connection with other women i give you the tools to connect with each other in a very deeply very vulnerable way that will instantly allow you to feel a sense of safety within each other but more importantly within yourself so often the issues that i see in amongst other female friendships and in female friendships I've had in the past is the other woman doesn't feel safe fully inside of herself or fully connected to herself. So she throws projections at me or at someone else. She throws her shit onto me or onto someone else. And again, obviously that's not what we're going for, but it makes sense. That's the only way we've really been told to relate to each other. Um, And I mean, think about it, like how often when it comes to infidelity or when it comes to, you know, a friend of mine just told me a story about how when she was in high school and like she started dating someone's ex-boyfriend, right? Like how often is the woman blamed? Is it like, oh, look at her. How could she do this? And like the man who is equally part of this or probably the cause of it isn't blamed. Like our initial, again, conditioned reaction is to go to war with other women. And think about it, for the patriarchal culture to keep women cut off from their power, you have to keep us cut off from each other. And so the only way to heal that is to be in a community where women are healing, embracing, and celebrating their own feminine power. That is the only way to truly create deep and profound sisterhood, period, full stop, because you have the emotional tools to deal with things. I'm not saying that there's never conflict or there'll never be triggers, but you have the emotional tools to deal with those things and move through them. Um, And when you feel like the other woman is safe and secure inside of herself, you can bring things up without worrying that you're going to be attacked. Um, You know, so I, I truly am, ironically, as much shit as I get from women, I truly am such a stand for sisterhood, for empowered connection between women, for you know, the rising tide helps us all, or I can't remember that saying right now, but that when we all rise, we all benefit the whole world benefits. Um, so I'd love to have you in the inner circle. If that calls to you again, spots are extremely, extremely limited. Um, and we'll be gone more than likely by the end of the month, if not into the first week of January. So click on the link in the show notes, Go to the site, themagneticwoman.com, backslash inner dash circle. Um, shoot me a message. And if you liked this episode, make sure to review my podcast, leave me a comment, subscribe to the channel. And if there's any specific topics you would really love to see me cover, uh, make sure to send me an email or shoot me a note because I so appreciate you tuning in and want to continue to give you content that empowers you, inspires you, and turns you the fuck on. All right, my loves, have a great day.